My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when you're finals MVP, you are not the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all gotta start, start appreciating. And you gotta stop disrespecting this man. For that intro, I had to Google how to count because your boy is that dumb. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Prideful Takes Podcast. Uh, as always, it is the ugliest motherfucker on the internet, Pride. I am joined by Nate. Nate, how are you feeling, my guy? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Uh, my uh, lacrosse team won their uh, um, won their champion, and the uh, my Colorado Avalanche, they, they pretty much t- treated the Tampa Bay Lightning like a puppy treats their chew toy. So, uh in game two so i'm pretty excited to be a sports fan right now yeah um i remember saying i don't i don't i think colorado i'll be nice and say it's gonna you know it's gonna go five but i think colorado sweeping i don't even think it's close uh yuki says um sup vin diesel no i live my life a quarter of a mile at a time uh thoughts on chase claypool saying he's a top three receiver in the league um Top three in his own division, barely top three in his own team, and that's just because Juju left. (laughs) Like, come on, bro, educate yourself, bro. Relax. No, you can't. He can't even count. He can't even count three. That's what he say, bro. And then people say, "Oh yeah, he's a smart guy." No, he's not. Say to say dumb shit like this. Mentally challenged. Justin says, "Is D'Lo Brown? They're looking like the real deal now." It feels like I thought I was on the wrong live at first. No, I have shaved my head. The bet that I made, I know I was trolling everyone saying I would never do it, but I, I'm a man of my word, and I shaved. So, give your boy like a month, and I'll be looking back how I was before. But first thing I want to talk to you about, Nate. This this free agent class, right? This free agent class uh, for the NBA, it's kind of average. It's really not as spectacular, in my opinion, right? So, yeah. one of the bigger names is Miles Bridges. He's basically one of the bigger names. Um, the Hornets basically, if Miles Bridges offered a max contract, the Hornets are gonna. Really have to they they basically are gonna have to think whether or not they really want to give him that max. So here's a question I pose for you, Nate. First of all, is he a is he a max player? And second, where do you think he ends up this offseason, whether it's back with with Charlotte or do you think he's gonna end up elsewhere? I um I think that he is not a I don't think that he should get like a low, like a very, you know, low, sustainable, obviously. 
I don't think he's obviously one nice player because I don't think he's the best in that position. Right. That being said, I don't think that the Charlotte Hornets should offer him that max contract because of local where they at were at not, uh, in their standing. They should try to use that money to build around him. Or you because he was the best. I think he was probably the best player on that team last year, arguably. Okay. For me, uh, by the way, Dustin makes a great point. By the way, the free agent class is average. But listen, whatever is the average uh, free agent market, trades are going to be crazy. So, I definitely do expect trading to be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But for me. Look, here's – so this is just me. I genuinely see both sides of the coin on this in this instant, right? A few years ago, the Hornets gave Gordon Hayward four years, $120 million. He was 29. He was like two years removed from that devastating ankle injury. And he averaged 17 points per game in 33 minutes per game. That's what they offered him, right? For Miles Bridges, let's say the because he's looking for a five-year 173, right? Yeah. He's 24, has had no major injuries, and just led his team in scoring, led in blocks, second in rebounds. This is one of those situations where I genuinely believe because of his youth, I think everyone will throw a max contract at this kid. Because by the time it comes up, he'll be 29. And you could he'll still kind of be in it. He'll still be in his prime. Mm-hmm. So that, that's kind of like the awkward part about it. For me, and again, Miles Bridges already believes he's a max player. So it's not like you can go and try to, you know, try to finesse him and be all like, oh, no, you know. Just settle for this. He already believes he's a max player, which kind of adds a little bit of awkwardness to the situation because all that's really going to do is he's going to go. If you're not offering him the max, he's just not going to want to talk to you. And me personally, I'll be honest. <clears throat> and this is just me. I, I, I do like Miles Bridges. I don't think he's a bum. I, I do think he's improving. In my opinion, anything over $30 million a year is – is is absurd for him. Yeah. That's just me. That's just me. Like anything over thirty million, and even then, I think thirty million is kind of a reach. That's just me. And I, and maybe I think maybe we're being too hard on him. That could be it. But for me, in order for you to get that max contract, you got to be a max player. I don't see that in him. I see a I see I see a, a solid player. I see a very respectable player. because I'm looking at it right now. He got he signed a four year, 120 million contract with the Charlotte Hornets, which you know, which pretty mm-hmm. much is about 30 million already. Right. So I don't think that he should get. A pay bonus. I would just maybe sign him towards, uh, give him like the same amount of, uh, just sign him to the same contract. I would, 
and especially considering, like, this was his best year. This was his best year. Before before this year, the three years before this year, nobody was saying he deserves a max. That, I, I'm gonna spit out. I'm gonna spit out some of the stats. Last year, twelve. He had twelve. Um, twelve point seven points per game. Respectable. I I don't I don't see that. Six rebounds and two point two assists. Shoot at about fifty percent from the floor. Four percent. Again, respectable numbers. I, I respectable. I'm not saying he's a bum, but. Nobody was screaming he was a max player. The year before that, he was giving him 13, 5, and 1. The year before that, his rookie year, he was giving them 7 points, 1 assist, 4 rebounds. So it's like, I understand, you know, he had this great big explosion, but we got to be careful. We can't just assume every big explosion is sustainable. And to me, that's really my the biggest question I have for him. You, like I need, I need to give you a deal, and even even if it's a short term deal, let's say it's two years, twenty million a year. Let's say it's two years. You give me that, and then have the second year be a team option. If you could replicate a little bit of what you just did last year, now we got a full, we got a whole separate conversation. Because now that you're doing two years in a row, I'm now looking at you like, okay, hold on. Now we're seeing the explosion that we want from you. Now we're seeing it. And now you can go, okay, now now I'm more comfortable giving you this contract because instead of just saying it was a one-hit wonder, now I can say you can make an argument this is the beginning of the rest of his career. Yeah. So I, I, just, I just think right now he's kind of he, – he doesn't want to take that chance. He just wants to get paid. I don't blame him. I don't. But from a team's point of view, they're going to be like, mm-mm. They're not. They're. They're. I don't know. I. I don't know if, especially Charlotte. I don't know if Miles Bridges is putting up these points with a lot of other teams. You know, like the Sacramento's and the Pacers, the the Orlando Magic, the 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 teams that are rebuilding. Sure, right. Yeah. I. I, I think. I think those he'll be okay. You know, like but the OKC Thunder. He wouldn't do it to like. Say a team like uh Dallas who just you know Dallas is one one Dallas, player away, I, yeah. Right. I don't know if he's doing that in Dallas. I don't know if he, he's not he's definitely not doing that in, in uh in Memphis. He's not doing that in Boston. He's not doing I, Golden State. He's not doing that in Golden State, Milwaukee, like the top Miami. teams you can even yeah, like the, like these top teams that mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if he's doing that. I don't know if he's bringing that to the table. So that's now boop, you're eliminated a huge chunk, a huge chunk of these teams, and some of these teams are willing to go oh, above the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. Some of these teams are willing to pay out more. So if I, like, it's gonna be a thing, listen, it's a, there's gonna be a low end team who's gonna, who's gonna throw that money to him. There will be, and like I said, the OKCs of the world. The, the the Houston Rockets of the world, those, yes, he could do it. No problem. I think he could do it. But on these top teams, I don't think he can. I don't I don't think he can. And I, I don't I don't I don't think any team is any of those top teams anyway are gonna take a risk. I hope I'm wrong. 
I hope I'm wrong because listen, I, I I do like Miles Bridges. I do like Miles Bridges. You know, but my only concern with him is, dude, just with, with one off of one year, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and be like, yep, yep, he's legit. He just did like nah. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be like, um, oh gosh, he's on my own team and I forgot his name. Um, Tells you how much I'm a fan of this guy. Anyway, um, backup point uh, point guard for the Broncos, not Broncos, Nuggets. Backup point guard for the Nuggets, Austin something. Anyway, he had one good year with the what yeah, Austin Rivers? Austin Rivers, yes. Yeah. Um, he had one good year with the Houston Rockets. Since then, just faded away. Are you? Obviously, we know that even though he had one good year, he's not worth. Austin Rivers is definitely not worth a uh, max uh, yeah. contract deal. Yeah. Um. He says, "Do you see any NBA teams trading up in the draft?" Trading up, no. However, I do see a couple teams willing to get rid of their pick for a player. Um, for me, um, I think the Charlotte Hornets, depending on the situation, I think they might end up trading. I think they got the 13th pick overall. I think they might trade it. Um, the Pelicans, supposedly CJ McCollum is trying to get Dame to – be willing to leave from, from the from the Trailblazers, and if they do, it's going to be a package surrounded around their number eight pick. Honestly, at this point, I don't see that trade happening because if they tr- end up making a trade, it would have to center around Zion. I think Zion would probably nah. be part of that contract, Mm-mm. and I well, don't think the Pelicans are willing to do that. Maybe, yeah, perhaps, yeah. Um, AP says, you think the Warriors will be able to keep everybody? Uh, Kings are offering a first for Poole. I think they do. I think for Jordan Poole, it all really comes down to if he's stupid or not. That's really what it comes down to. If he's stupid enough to think he's legit and that he's ready now, if he's that stupid, if I'm going to stay, I'll let him go. I'll let him Poole go. Poole is the only one that I think might leave. But I'm not sure. Like, I could see him staying. I could see him going. I could see him either. If he goes, I see Kings or I see the New York Knicks picking him up. But I think. Says, what are your thoughts on the Eagles' new word mark? In my opinion, it's freaking stupid. I don't like it. I don't know I if you saw it, Nate, but that, that, that new thing for the Eagles, I think it's dumb. I don't like it at all. I think it's dumb as hell. It's kind of like the Rams. I still think that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, back to Miles Bridges. Dustin says, Hornets are the only ones that will give a massive deal. The only other team I can see doing is Miami to give Bam some help. Perhaps. Perhaps. And then he also says, in terms of the, do you see any teams trading up? Sacramento number four is key. Indiana wants to trade from four to six. You might even see a team like Houston make a deal with Charlotte for John Wall and then have four first round picks. I don't know. 
Because what's the point? I, this is just my opinion. What's the point of getting John Wall if you wouldn't even pay Miles Bridges? But it could just be a salary dump and they just get the picks. I, yeah. It could be a possibility. Final question before we move on to the next topic. Uh, do you see the Cavaliers getting Osman Diang? By the way, um, I have yet to inform you about this international player, Nate. This guy named Usman Diang, he's expected to go 14th. Um, this is his stat, his strengths and his weaknesses, right? So his strength is his draft age. That's his strength. It's his draft age. Now, according to the site that I'm using, this is these are all his weaknesses. By the way, when I said it. His draft age being a strength, that's the only strength he had. Outside of that, <laughs> his true shooting percentage is a weakness. His free throw attempt rate is a weakness. His field goal percentage is a weakness. His offensive rebounds is a weakness. His effective field goal percentage is a weakness. His three-point percent is a weakness. His free throw percentage is a weakness. His rebounds is a weakness. His assist to turnover ratio is a weakness. His blocks is a weakness. His assists is a weakness. His points is a weakness. And his defensive rebounds is a weakness. What I'm seeing is being a basketball player is a weakness. And how he's expected to be a top 15 pick, God bless him. Uh, I think Cleveland gets him because I think Cleveland's just going to fuck it up. What a time to be alive for that kid. What a time. Why is he even expected to be in the first round? I don't know. This says... Um, Peter Tucker's opted out of his deal with the Heat, hence why they might have to go up for Bridges. But that's the thing, though. Like, that's two different things because Peter Tucker was there just to be, like, a hustle and defense guy. Miles Bridges, defensively, I'm not going to say he's a bum, but, yeah, he, yeah. But maybe yeah. they said, maybe, maybe they're looking at it as we're going to, if, if PJ walks or when he walks, we're, we're going to replace him with offense. Maybe. Maybe. Sign uh keep in mind. But speaking of players about to leave their team, we got to talk about Kyrie Irving. The Brooklyn Nets could not, and Kyrie Irving could not reach in some term of agreement or some some type of agreement. And it looks like Kyrie's going to be a free agent. Nate, should Kyrie Irving focus on the money? Should he focus on rehabilitating his reputation around the league? Or do you think he should go get a ring? I think his reputation. Mm. Um, because he didn't even play half the games last year. You know, I'm not saying, yes, it, it is because of COVID restrictions and all that. You know, I'm fine with that. But I don't think because of that, money's out of the way. Why would, why would you... Um, try to get a max contract, why would you try to get paid when last year you didn't even play half the games? Mm. I think, and I'm only saying not not go for a ring because last year he was on a team that, look at where they, they were at. They didn't even get a win against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I said this once before and I'll say it again. Chicago Bulls and Denver Nuggets have more wins this season this uh, playoffs, and they only have one. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn was the only team to get swept in the playoffs. Nuts, man. Yeah. 
And it's crazy because Brooklyn was co-favored with Milwaukee to make it out of the East. It's crazy. Them and the Lakers were the favorites last year. And neither one of them made it to the second round. Mm-hmm. So here <laughs> – so let me – let me before I even say anything, this is – let me just say this. The problem with Kyrie Irving is not that he can't play. Kyrie Irving can play. The problem is his availability. Whether it be the whole vaccination thing. Whether it be, I had a poor shooting name, so I'm going to go on a sabbatical. Whether it be, I want this, you're not going to give it to me, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll threaten to sit out. That's the problem with Kyrie. I think the next place you should go, just sign a two-year deal. Second year, and, and uh, have the second year be a team option, or uh, a player option. Go somewhere. Play 65, 70 games. Put up 23 to 25 points. You know, four rebounds, four assists. Salah stat line. And Kyrie Irving's stock will go back up. It's going to go back up. Because, again... Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving is special. He's talented. No debate. I don't think, I don't think I'll ever. I don't. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. The problem is his availability. Yeah, I'm not gonna want a guy who can only play in home games, and then when he's eligible to play for those home games, some of those games he sits out because he doesn't feel like playing. That is a problem for me. I don't want. I, Forget, this is just me, forget the, the amount of money that he wants. I'm not giving him a contract if that's the road he wants to continue down. So I agree with you. I think he needs to just, if I'm him, I opt into this final year in Brooklyn. I opt in. I opt in. I just, I'm. I play, I play normal. If I miss some games because of injuries, it is what it is. But I'm not every time I have a poor shooting night, I'm not going on a sabbatical. I'm not gonna be a crybaby. I'm not gonna do any of that. I would just blow up the entire roster if I was Brooklyn. Because I, would I wouldn't yet. If I Kyrie yet. leaves, if Kyrie leaves, Kevin Durant wants to go. So what's the whole point? Um, what's the whole point about keeping Steve Nash when he doesn't really do anything? Well, honestly, they should get rid of Steve Nash anyway, but that's that. That's a that's whole other conversation. True. That's a whole other conversation, but. But man, this, maybe it's just a me thing, man. But I don't blow up Brooklyn, not yet. Not obviously if Kyrie leaves, sure. But if Kyrie leaves, then you can get another big guy. If you could somehow do a signing trade, get you know, Kyrie for Zach Levine. Kyrie for Dame, something like that. I think they'll be fine. But we'll see. Um, it says Kyrie's going to the land, uh, to land in LA with LeBron. Westbrook will be cut and be forced to sign with someone else in rebuilding mode. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to LA. I don't either. Uh, only, only because if he wants to get paid, paid. LA's not going to pay him, pay him like that. I don't think they're going to. Um, AP asks, you think Katie will allow the Nets to let go of Kyrie or let Kyrie go, meaning he will fight to keep him? Um, 
don't know how you look at it, Nate, but I don't think Ky- KD is the type of dude to go and fight for someone. I, I think he'll, I think he'll go up to him and go, "I prefer we keep him." I, I, I think he'll do that. I think he'll go. I, I think we should keep him. You know, I, if it was up to me, I would keep Kai. I think he'll do that. But in terms of like, whoa, 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 like, like what LeBron did for Jr. in Cleveland, where he fought for him to get that contract, he fought tooth and nail. Kate, Katie doesn't strike me as a dude who would do that. That he'll he'll, he'll give his opinion. He'll go, I will keep him, you know, if it was up to me. But if they go, you got to give us a yes or no. I feel like Katie would be like that. You know, you guys are the uh, you know you guys are the office. You guys decide. So I don't think KD wants him to leave. I think KD will voice his opinion and say, I want him to stay. But in terms of actually fight for him to stay, I don't I don't think he does that. Nate, am I bugging? He's like the quiet kid in class. He doesn't really say much of anything. I mean he I mean let me rephrase that statement. He is the quiet kid, not talkative, but gives their opinion about something. Like when a teacher exactly. asks, raise his hand, boom. Except that, exactly. yeah. So he'll, he'll say I want him, but I don't think he fights tooth and nail. Rob, what it do, baby? I heard you got home safe. Glad you had safe travels, my guy. But if I'm Kyrie, I'm just trying to rehab my career because, again, that only takes a year. You do one year because, again, when Kyrie was on the floor, Kyrie was putting up numbers. He was. So, again, it's it's not like he became a bum, you know? But a lot mm-hmm. of teams' concern is, bro, your availability. Why am I going to give you a max contract and you're only going to play 20 games? Why am I going to give you a max, max contract and at the drop of a pen you leave and you won't even tell your head coach? You won't tell nobody. You'll tell a teammate, and then you expect that teammate to let everyone else know. I think all those things, you know, like all those things kind of matter, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> this whole career of saga has been hilarious, though. It has been hilarious. Like I said, I'm not allowed to criticize Kyrie. So it's adorable. But um, Nate, final question. I want to get some wrestling in here. So, a while ago, Sasha Banks and Naomi have been were upset with the with the whole booking thing. Uh, they were supposed to be in a what was it six pack challenge or some some dumb stuff like that. They were supposed to. Uh, they were supposed to defend their titles and hell in the cell and win. I think, yeah, it was. They were supposed to defend their title in Hell in a Cell against. I don't know who it was. I don't think they even announced who it was, but they were supposed to win. And then Vince McMahon decides to tell them, "Hey, no, no, we're changing that. We're changing that. Instead, you're gonna fight. One person is gonna fight Sasha Banks. Not, not Sasha. No, it was." Uh, one person was going to fight. Um... Anyway, they were supposed to fight uh, the Raw defending uh, champion at that time and then the SmackDown women's champion at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, 
but they were both going to lose. And they, they were kind of frustrated at that point. They felt like they weren't getting respected, all this types of stuff. And finally, they just froze their contracts and uh, since they just went out and left. Until so, yesterday when – until Sasha Banks got released. So all that happened. And excuse me. By the way, isn't it hilarious how the brand split doesn't exist anymore? How they unified the uh, WWE, the Universal Championship, so now it's the WWE Undisputed Universal World Heavyweight Intercontinental um, Tag Team. Um, Hardcore WCW ECW championship, right? Isn't it funny how they did all that and it's still two women's division? They're still a SmackDown women's champion and a Raw women's champion. I find that I, hilarious. I'm wondering that too. I, maybe it's just me. I find that hilarious. I find that hilarious. But so here's been here's my problem with the whole situation because honestly, I'll be honest with you, I'm confused. I am extremely confused. And here's why. The reason why I'm confused is, first of all, why was Sasha released and Naomi wasn't? That's what I'm asking, too. Like, like people forget in this entire, in this entire scenario. When Sasha was tag team, she was a tag team champion, it was with Naomi. And she walked in Lauren Addis' office, and she also put... <laughs> the belt on his desk and walked out with Sasha. I don't think I don't think no one remembers that. I have two answers. Oh, let me hear it. One, I wonder if Sasha Banks has a part to do with this whole affair situation. No, I don't think so. Two, look at who Naomi's husband is. Uh, was one of the Usos. Right now, you, you... If Naomi gets released, what's going to happen to the Usos? Are they going to get upset and they, they're going to walk out? Mm. And what's going to happen to Roman? Well, they're going to take the... They, they have to take the belts off Roman. I think Roman's going to lose it to... Uh, the. I think he's going to lose it at SummerSlam. I hope so. Good. And I think it will be to Randy Orton unless he's still hurt. I was reading some. The injury that Orton had was actually more serious than they thought. Oh. So he's not going to be at SummerSlam. Yeah. Unless it's the John Cena. It could be the John Cena. John Cena is coming back in what? Next week on Raw? Yes, yeah, twenty seventh. So a week from no, today. I thought it was this week. Thought it was. I thought it was the twenty seventh. So might be twenty six. Yeah. Because today's what Monday. Yeah. So yeah, it's the twenty seventh. I think. Because I was watching Raw last week, they were just saying, "Oh yeah, she is gonna be here." Well, let's see. I don't know. Because I know they said it was going to be in Toledo. That part I remember. 
They said it was going to be in Toledo. So, excuse me. (laughs) But if I'm AEW, I get Sasha and I built. Oh, yeah. AP says he's fighting Brock at SummerSlam. I forgot at the end, after he beat Riddle, he said, I smashed everybody. He was like, there's no one left. There's no one left. No, that's true. Yeah, Brock came out. And then he went to shake his hand and he hit him with the F5. So. Roman versus Brock is this generation's Cena versus Orton. Because it's like every other week. That's well, like every other day. day. I'm kidding, insane, sort bro. of. It's nuts, bro. It's nuts. But if I'm AEW, this is just me. If I'm AEW, I snatch up. Um, I would. I snatch up Sasha Banks. And I because I've been saying this for 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 quite a little bit now, quite a little bit, and excuse me, people have been getting upset with me, but you know it is what it is. The women's roster, like the women's division, is I don't want to say they're horrible, but they're horrible. Again, I'm not trying to be men or, or mean. I'm sorry, <clears throat> I'm not trying to be mean, but. When some of your best talent is the former Ember Moon, who was not ever he she she is the definition of mid. When you have her and your two champions is Britt Baker, who no one cares about until they found out she was with Adam Cole, and Jade Cargo came who can't even throw a punch right. And then you have true talent on this roster, like Mercedes Martinez, who you keep on dark because you don't know what to do with her. You don't know what to do with her, so you keep her on dark. You got true talent like you have in Rio, and you don't, you just don't use her, period. How far are we are in 2022? We're in, do you know how many matches she's had? Oh. Six. Yeah, I was going to say six, maybe seven. Yeah, six. So it's like they, they have talent. And Ruby Soho, they had her. And, you know, it was cool in the beginning. It was cool in the beginning. And now they're just treating her dirty because, you know, they want to make their garbage-ass roster look nice. Like, I've always said you need to pick three women. Like three or four women who are good. Not trash. Not trash. I don't need Tay Conti having a title. A piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I don't need I need four females who can go and you can throw them out there with anybody and they will give you a good match. And you need to build around them. And after you build around them, because building around them is only half the battle. After you finish building around these four women, make sure that you keep them on TV. Maybe, maybe, because nothing kills the division faster than forgetting that it ever existed. Now, if I if I'm AEW, <coughs> I go I get Sasha Banks. I'm building around Sasha Banks, Mercedes Martinez, Ruby Soho, 
and I don't like this girl at all. But Tony Storm, you 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 need a weak link in in the in in the big four, and Tony Storm fits that bill. She she she's fucking she's a she she'll be the weak link, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you got those four. Now all of a sudden your division seems a little more credible. Now it seems a little more legit. Cause now you don't have Britt Baker, who in WWE would be in the developmental system having a title. Now you don't have someone like Jade Cargill, who if she was in WWE, they would literally make FCW a thing again to send her ass over there. <laughs> like, that's what I would do. And then after that, the next step of 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 uh, after after those four you're building around, then you got the next four that you know they aren't those four women, but these other chicks can go, and for that one I put Rio. I, I I would put Thunder Rosa in there. I, I I do think you can make an argument that that's a stretch, but I would I would do that. I would do uh, 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 Sheeta. I would put her there, and then just for name value, you could put Athena too, the former Ember Moon. For just, just, just for, yeah, just for namesake, you could put her there too. <clears throat> Already, that's eight females, eight, eight females that you can be able to run a division with. You can only have those eight, and you'll be fine. You can only have. Never mind, you still got Chris Statlander that you'll be able to throw her in, you know, from time to time to have her do some stuff. You know what I mean? You, you still got, you know. Okay, that's it. But still, the point is, is you still yeah. got your eight and, 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 and you're fine, right? But again, like, for me, they're trying to build. They're, they're trying to build the division around the wrong people. You're, again, if Britt Baker wasn't with Adam Cole, I don't even know if she'd even be signed to AEW. Jade Cargill, I don't know who she beat up, but she beat up an executive. She did something to some executive to get her contract. Because watching her in the ring, like every single pay-per-view I've seen from AEW, Britt Baker and Jade Cargill, every time they've defended their title, those two have been the one of, if not the worst matches on the show. If your champion is consistently putting out those type of matches, you need to move on. You need to move on. That's that, that's just that's that there's just no that's it. There's no ifs, you know, if ands or buts about it. If the only reason that this pay-per-view who should that should have been a five star get bumped down to three and a half stars because these two matches are dog shit. You gotta move on, and they have people to move on to. Now I have a question for you. I have a question I'm, for I'm you. Gonna... Now going back to my comment earlier about the whole affair situation. Yeah, the new CEO of WWE, even though she's only an intern. It is a woman. Yep. Do you see, because of that reason, do you see some female athletes from AEW leaving, or do you see some uh, female athletes from other brands leaving to go to WWE? No. Nah. 
and I, and this is why this is what I say. This is what I say. First and foremost, um, so yeah, Steph is the interim GM, but we all know Vince is still calling the shots. Vince can still mm. appear. He's still in Gorilla, and he's still running that stuff. So there's that. Two. I don't. I don't think this will like with Stephanie McMahon being in charge in terms of the GM position. I don't think that'll make any women, any of the women go over to her over to WWE. I don't think so. And the only reason why I personally don't think so is because <clears throat> if there's if there's another company outside of AEW that doesn't know what the fuck to do with women champ with women, this is WWE. And with Vince still being able to call the shots and run the shows and stuff, that 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 itself is not really gonna help anything at all. Yeah. So I I do get why you would ask that. I get it. Because on paper, it sounds like you know, you put Steph in and that should, but the actual overall atmosphere is still there. Um the the and, and, and this is why I'm kind of disappointed in AEW because you see WWE, you see that you know their treatment of women has been you know a roller coaster at best, right? Where one minute women are legit and you know they're phenomenal and we love everything about them, and then all of a sudden it changes and we didn't care about them. Like, like they're inconsistent. So with AEW, you see what they're doing. All you have to do is the exact opposite. And guess what? Unfortunately, they're doing the same thing WWE is. Yeah. You know? So I, if I'm them, why, why would I go to WWE get treated the same when I'm already comfortable where I'm at? At least that's how I would look at it. I'm comfortable where I'm at. You know, like I'm, I'm all right. Like if I, if I'm not if I'm not gonna, you know, be, um, you know, if, if I'm not gonna be, you know, like utilized, might as well be in a position where I'm more comfortable. And if I'm more comfortable in AEW, that's where I'm staying. And I I, I say that for man. And women alike too. I say that for, for for men and women alike because there are some guys who haven't really been utilized on TV either, and they just waited it out. The perfect that riddle example. stipulation was dumb. So what? I'm sorry, that riddle stipulation that Roman gave was dumb. Wait, the what? So Roman gave. Uh, actually, no, it's oh um, oh yeah. So if. Yeah, so if if uh, if he lost to him, uh, he would never challenge the title again as long as Roman Reigns has it. Yeah, I thought that was that was just dumb. That it was, was dumb, but mainly for one reason: Riddle lost, and look who came out for the building of time. But honestly, but but you don't even need that stipulation to do that. You could just have Riddle still lose and and bring out Brock. Yeah. You know, but I don't know, man. Drugs are hard, man. You know, but I don't know. But for me, like I said, man, for me, 
uh, it, it, it's a shame. It really is, you know. It, it it really is a shame. But at the end of the day, what are we supposed to do? You know. Um, one day, I feel like AEW because, and I I do expect because AEW is still young. I do expect though, because this is what I would do if I was AEW. This is what I would do. I would get two hours, right? Okay. And and by the way, Empire's is a good point. AW just has too many people on one show. Everyone can't have screen time. And I get it. Don't get it twisted. I get that. But to neglect your entire women's division is counterintuitive as well. That's counterintuitive as well. What I would do, this is just me. This is what I would do. I would make a, an hour show specifically for the women specifically for the women or turn dynamite into three hours and then that last hour specifically women that's what i would do okay i would do that so that way you're now giving some of these women an opportunity you're not having legitimate like main event stars and main event talent on AEW dark because you don't know what to do with her. That would be like that, that's just me. To me, that's just dumb. So that's that's just me. That's what I would do. I would I would have either like you know have like I, or even just an hour, man, like. Do something with this women's division because, like I said, and again, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not. But when Britt Baker and Jade Cargill are your champions, you're fucked. You're fu- Especially considering you have way more, you got, you, you have more talent on your roster. You got the talent. But you want to know why they don't use that talent? Because they don't spotlight on them. That's why. Just because, and here's the thing, man. Like Mercedes Martinez, right? She came from um, from NXT. Just because you come from NXT, you might have to start over. Now everyone's gonna get the Ruby Soho treatment. Where when you leave WWE, as soon as you get there in the women's division, they're gonna pop for you and they're gonna love you and they're gonna rock with you. Sometimes you need to restart from scratch. Sometimes you gotta rebuild, kind of like like what they had to do with Awesome Kong when they first brought her in. Nobody really yeah. talked about it in the past. They started over with her because they were like, all right, we don't know how you're going to re- – like, they put her out the first time. They're like, how did they react? Okay, not strong enough to let her old stuff, in essence, kind of carry her through. So we're going to rebuild her a little bit. The same gimmick. It's the same gimmick, but we're not going to use that gimmick, and we're going to revitalize it and rejuvenate it into the eyes of the fans we have now. Sometimes you need to do that stuff. But how can you do that when they never give you the opportunity? And honestly, and honestly, that's what you, that's that's one of the biggest problems of the women's division. They're not giving the legitimate, talented women an opportunity. They're not. They're not. And what it's if shame. you create a well? What if you push the tag team division? Would it be for, for the men? No, for the women. Like, what if you... Like, oh, like give them like a tag one, team title? Yeah. And have that 
pretty simple. That means the women would get more screen time for that way, and there will be tag team. And then you uh, know what I would do? Titles on the line. Yeah, and then, and then you know you know what I would also do on top of that too. I would like I would start the like the women show. I would start that, and then you know everyone kind of get in the swing of it for like two three weeks, and then after that, I'll have like a tournament. But the teams are randomized. Ooh, That's another thing. Okay. I, would, I, I would have randomized teams. And the reason why I would have randomized teams is because that way you can create something fresh with new teams. But also, you can also have a way to start feuds. For instance, um, you know, you can have the whole storyline with Ruby Soho and Athena. Um, you know the the two ex WWE people, and now here they come, and they're gonna they're gonna tag together. They're gonna try to run through the division, right? You're gonna look at, <coughs> excuse me, um, you're gonna look at um Mercedes Martinez and Paige Van Zandt. You can put them together, two MMA women. However, maybe both their egos are too much, and that's why they're losing. And then that ends up making a feud for them, right? Um, you could end up putting Rio with Britt Baker. Right, you can end up doing yeah. stuff like that, where you know you now have you you have real obviously trying to, you know, help her and 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 you know, take her and whatnot. But while she's a champion, Rio, who was the first ever champion, you sometimes kind of see her looking at the title like, hmm, wouldn't it be nice if I get that instead? Like you're now adding different story elements to, you know, to it. So now if there's a team that loses all the time, you can get something out of it. So they're not losing because they're jobbers or because they're bums. They're losing because there's that underlining tone of they're always, you know, just not it. Or you could just have two two women who desperately want to win, right? You can have two women who desperately truly want to win, but for some reason are always on just two separate wavelengths. Like Tony's get, get Tony Storm and pair pair her up with Bunny, and all of a sudden, two like two females who are kind of talented, like they can't win, but it's because they don't have that chemistry. So that forms resentment. Now, and and look, I did I didn't even go to college, and like I'm kind of having I, I have somewhat of a rough outline. It's not hard. It's not hard. I I understand. I don't give a fuck to see Hangman Adam Page every single week. I don't want to see him every single week. I don't care to see him every single week. As much as I love Adam Cole, why why do I gotta hear him every single week? That's why the undisputed era. Yeah, this is why the Undisputed Era worked in NXT. Because there were times where Adam Cole wouldn't show up. He wouldn't be on TV. And it it would just be uh, Kyle O'Reilly or Bobby Fish going out and defending their titles. Or Roderick Strong defending the the North American title. And the only time he really came out was when they needed needed a a great promo to push a a storyline ahead. Now it's like they wheel them out every week, and it's like you 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 can't do that every week. And this is coming from an Adam Cole fan, I love me some Adam Cole. Why do I need to see him every week 
repeating the same stuff over and over and over again. When you have, when you happy, and honestly, it's not even just the females. It's not even just the females. They have We're a whole bunch of that she, And he's not a female? Right. So, yeah. Bro. It, 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 to me, man, it's, it's just, and AEW is close. They are so close, man. They're so close. And it, it, it just takes them, you know, they're close. And it, it, but they're so far. And it, it's almost as if they're kind of panicking and they're like, yo, we need to have um, nothing but superstars on. And it's like, you're right. You know, I understand that. But if you get someone else who's a worker, they're going to turn into a superstar. That's just how it is. You don't, you don't have to be. If if you can go out there and work, you'll become a superstar. Let me shut up, man. I'm, I'm just I'm 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 right now. I'm getting I'm getting butt hurt, man. I'm getting butt hurt. Um, Nate, you think AEW should get a uh, Sasha Banks? Yes. Hmm. Something else AEW should, should do? Find some way that people out here on the West Coast would be able to watch it besides YouTube clips. Mm. I don't think... I don't, oh, man, that's weird. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. He... Like, that's something else, man. They stay a lot on the East Coast. Very minimal travel. Which is why you kind of see a lot of the people like to stay there. I think USFL has the same problem, except they only play in one city. Yeah, that. that is, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's up with them, but yeah, you know that, that's weird. Um. I want to like AW so bad. I re- I desperately want to like them so bad. You know, but they're messing up, man. They're messing up real bad. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Profit Takes podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Profit Takes. Any news you guys want us to talk about, feel free to tag us. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes and also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Takes podcast. If you have an iPhone, just say, hey, Siri, play the Prideful Takes podcast, and she will take care of the rest. And as always, go to www.fatco.com. Use discount code Prideful Takes. Get 15% off all your organic skin care needs. Nate. Let the good people in to can find you. All right. You can find me on the Sports Status Podcast mostly every Monday at one uh, 2 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Except that I can't go this uh, – except that I didn't do it this week, so I'll do it actually tomorrow at 2 uh, p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, I'll be on. I'll have a special guest. Uh, I said that really weird. Special mm-hmm. guest, uh, Lennon Chris. Um, he will be on 
uh, talking about the NFC East, breaking it down. Week three of breaking down each division covered the NFC North and the uh, AFC North as well. Um, also, you can find me on the ASAP Afternoon Blitz uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and ASAP Wrestling Hour every Wednesday. So you guys already know where to find good old Nate. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of Nate, it is your boy Pride. I'll be back here on Wednesday to talk more sports. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. I knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. The handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. Two to Shohei Otani. Center field. Let's watch it go. Several of those inside low kicks. Oh.